and welcome to Download Your Thoughts, where two friends download their thoughts on anything and everything into each other's brains. I'm Claire Cordell. And I'm Soph Jones. And this week on our fabulous Big Chick Energy feature, we are talking about the one and only Lizzo. Because it is summer, technically, because we've had two hot days, Uh um... Everyone is outside my house making noise on the yeah. streets. Why I think it's just something we're going to have to deal with. Because that's saying... what British people do, isn't it? Like, as soon as it's warm, British people are like, must be outside and getting drunk. Yeah, completely. I was among them. But... <laughs> I went Boris, not Boris biking. I refuse to say that. I went electric biking around London yesterday. It sounded great. It looked great. That's how I spent my hot day. Um, it was so much fun and because London's still quite quiet at the moment we all there was only four of us we met in Regent's Park mm-hmm. and then we cycled from Regent's Park to Buckingham Palace and then all through all down the Mall, and then all through uh Leicester Square Trafalgar Square Covent Garden Soho at, when we got into Soho obviously it's been a year since I've been in to London yeah but yeah a year pretty much I, I, I fully cried. There was a couple of tears in my eyes because I was stood in Soho and I was like, I can't even tell you how much I've missed being here. Yeah. And because it was so quiet as well, it just felt like, I was like, oh. <laughs> and we were like in Leicester Square. And when it was, it's usually so busy, you can't move. It was so nice. God, I love London. Yeah. Fuck you, Corona. But anyway, it was really nice to be there. That's why I spent my day yesterday. I sunburned in my nose. So I get on really well with like all my neighbours, which is rare. It's so good as well. They're all kind of similar ages to you, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Hey, neighbours, if you're listening. I told the first day that I met them, we got drunk and I told them all that I had a podcast. So I know that. Hey, neighbours. Hey, neighbours. Um, but yeah, so one of my neighbours came around at lunch for our little lunch break. We had a nice little coffee, which was really nice. And then she was like, oh, do you want to do drinks later? And I was like, oh, yeah, sounds nice. Put it on our little group chat that we have as neighbours. And we were out there playing um, Cards Against Disney. Honestly, that game is filthy. It's so good. Have you ever it's played? So good. Um, there was What was the one I played? Cards Against? It might have been... I, I mean, it was probably Cards Against Harry Potter, let's be honest. But... <laughs> yeah they're all filthy I love those yeah. I love those games I loved it I had a couple of gins it was wonderful <laughs> I loved it so I'm amongst the British people that got I didn't get drunk but like I had a couple of drinks in the garden you know as as we all do there's a bird singing outside my window like what the <laughs> fuck is up with this guys this episode is gonna be loud all right so just deal with yeah I, I physically can't stop this bird so I mean you could you could shoot it but I wouldn't recommend because I own a gun <laughs> it's fair neither do i yeah okay let's you know what let's forget this the noise let's talk about our queen lizzo yes i just took a dna test turns out i'm a hundred percent that bitch i had so much fun researching her because i looked at all your research first naturally because you did a lot of work and i wanted to read it um and then <laughs> i googled things like amazing Lizzo quotes and stuff like that mm-hmm. so we've got a real mix of stuff to talk about do you want to hit us with some some trivia about old Lizzo so I'll start with a little bit of background on her so her name is Melissa Jefferson and she was born in Detroit and then she moved to Houston and then she began her recording career in Minneapolis so I feel like not the generic moves to LA Mm-mm. Hollywood that kind of thing so kind of 
very different route. Um, and it was actually her third album that garnered her mainstream success. So she'd been doing this a really long time. She'd been out performing, you know, she'd been hustling for many a year. Yeah. And her third album is what has kind of made her go mainstream. So um, before she was mainstream, mainstream, she was it's she was still doing really well. She worked with Prince in 2014. Yeah. Yeah, this is the crazy thing. So she did like loads of really cool stuff before. I at the beginning of the first lockdown rewatched all of Made in Chelsea and she's in yes. one of the episodes when it's in like New York. I was like, "Oh my fucking god, that's, that's so funny. I love it." So she was like doing well for herself, but I guess just like people day to day. She wasn't like a household yeah. name like she's There's is now. successful and then there's mainstream successful. Yeah, 100%. And um the LA Times kind of sum this up quite nicely pop stars like Lizzo aren't the norm she's 31 typically an age in which singers are most likely to be plotting their inaugural Vegas residency or a Broadway musical not their first Grammy outfit and I wrote that down because I was like let's take a minute to discuss the fact that people believe that when you reach 30 in that industry that you shrivel up and die like don't I can't even I can't even like 30 is not old to be getting into the industry it's just because she wasn't like a. it's not old to be doing anything no no it's really not for anyone I mean I know I'm fucking 25 so it's like disgusting for me yeah but if it makes you feel better I'm 31 like I'm very aware that I'm in my mid-20s but like even that people are like oh my god you're so old I'm like no I'm not I'm not and if I am 35 and I decide I want a complete change in career or I want to do something completely different in my life that's fine. You can do that at any age. Does it mm. become a little bit more difficult? Yes. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. Mm. And it just pisses I me think off. I'm 31 and I'm still hustling and bustling to try and get some sort of semblance of a music career. And for me, it's nothing but um, positive, like reassurance to see Lizzo being like doing so well at this age. And it feels like she's kind of come from nowhere. Mm-hmm. she obviously hasn't she's obviously been working but that makes me feel better because I've been working and I work quite regularly when I'm not in a fucking pandemic yeah and you, it, that's really hard to remember that you can't you can't judge your success on how many people how do I word this you can't judge your success on how many people are watching you do things does that make sense yeah 100% because I think like when I was 13 14 I was like, by the time I'm 20, I'm going to be famous. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then like 20 rolls around and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I think at 20, I wasn't even fucking playing music. Like I'd, I'd stopped picking up my guitar. I wasn't writing or anything. So I often like compare my kind of past expectations to now. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm a complete failure. And it's like, actually, um, when I was 13 slash 14, I had no fucking idea what my life was going to yeah. look like. And now I'm like, First of all, if I had the choice to be famous, I wouldn't take it because it just is not for me. And I'm happy at the level that I'm at. I like doing occasional gigs. Yeah. I also like just playing songs in my bedroom. Like it's not the be all and end all for me anymore. And I really appreciate someone like Lizzo, who's obviously been working hard for years and years and years, becoming successful at a later age. Yeah. And just showing people that like it doesn't it really fucking doesn't matter what age you are. Yeah. If you're working hard and 
also you know there's luck in there as well I hate the thing that people are like just work hard and it'll happen sometimes no, that's not won't. the case like yeah. the stars have to align as well a lot of the time is it's about who you know when I've been working yeah. at my the, the times that I've been I don't want to use the word successful because I don't think that that is a healthy word mm-hmm. the time that I've been working and I've been happy with the sort of current status of where I'm at and I'm like earning enough money by doing what I want to be doing to get by and I'm having I will do a gig and someone's going to come and watch it that's that was that would be how I would measure success for myself personally the times when I've been working like that are when I've got gigs through people I know and who I've met and who I've worked with I got a bunch of work after I worked with Shoshana I got when I first met Tori I ended up doing a load of gigs with her which then led on to doing gigs with other people blah 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 and I feel like something that and we mentioned this in the Stevie Nicks episode about the pandemic dampening creative minds spirits Mm. (laughs) the pressure of having when you're used to hustling and trying to get work downtime is waste of time yeah because you can be self-taping auditioning going to this going to that going to this whereas we've been forced for a year and a half now to have downtime yeah and it feels like it's wasted time but it's actually not it's for the it's for the health and safety of the country um and the world but that's quite hard to remember when you're used to having to hustle your time yeah and having that completely taken out of your control and then I think I saw something where Lizzo was on Twitter um, saying that she's managed to keep herself busy and she's not written any music. She's not released any out. She's not done a Taylor Swift and released a whole 59 albums because she's not been motivated to do so. And that yeah. is absolutely fine. And that makes someone like me feel so much better about having a year of doing nothing. Cause I yeah. hit 30, then we went into lockdown. So I feel like my whole year of 30, when I'm in the best sort of mental state I've ever been in. And the only time that I think I could actually without stress or issues hustle my way into into gigs and yeah be be comfortable doing it etc etc that's been completely taken out of my control as it has everyone else in the industry and then seeing Liz I also say the exact same thing and say that she doesn't feel creative in lockdown so she's just managed to get by by watching TikTok makes me feel so good about myself yeah (laughs) that's exactly what we've done yeah definitely and I think I, I tried to do an Instagram story about this the other day and I felt like I couldn't express it well enough in the short time that is an Instagram mm. story. But like, I'm very much of the opinion that whatever is meant for you will come to you. And I think like when obviously the pandemic hit, and this is not me saying the pandemic was a great thing. I'm just saying that you can, there's always a positive you can bring out of something, even if it's not immediately apparent I'm not saying Mm. that like oh well so and so died so that's a good thing like no Mm -mm. but I'm saying that there are positives you can always pull out of a situation and for this example I had the most gigs I'd ever had lined up for 2020 obviously none of those have happened same (laughs) and actually having the year off I've been really lucky in the sense that I've done a lot of self-reflection and my kind of way of processing stuff is by writing songs and sometimes they're shit uh, but sometimes they're good and I've now got this whole bank of songs that I've written that are really open honest kind of like I've never done before that I've taken time with and not had to rush because oh shit I've got to get it ready for a gig or whatever 
And now I'm like, oh, I don't need the gigs to validate that. No. It will be great when I can perform perform them. Don't get me wrong. I'm really excited for the gigs that I do have. But like, I've kind of learned, oh, external validation is actually not what I needed. And that's why it never felt quite right when I got it. It felt it's, great. It's, yeah, exactly. It's made us all sit with our authenticity a bit and kind of go, oh, yeah, I'm the one that makes me feel good about me. Yeah. Not, not people clapping. Yeah. That just feels nice. But then I have to sit with that. Yeah. And that's what was happening was I was going out and I was doing gigs and people were clapping and then I was Uh coming back and I still felt shit. And I was like, well, why do I feel shit? And now I'm like, oh, oh, because I wasn't happy with myself. (laughs) Oh, you loving me is not enough. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I mean, we've gone vastly off topic as we always do, but I think it's something that feels right to to speak about in an episode episode about Lizzo because she's very open about her mental health and that is something that I appreciate so much same I saw a TikTok of hers that was like if you have mental health problems and you want to become famous please know that becoming famous just makes them worse and I was like no celebrity has ever said that as clearly and as honestly as you and honestly I fucking needed to hear that yeah because the only two celebrities I feel like in our of our of our generation, yes, I'm going to say of our generation because I'm sure there's others. Yeah, two prominent ones are Lizzo and Demi Lovato. Yes, they're the only two people that openly talk about how the dark side of mental health. If you're in the public eye, yeah, I feel like a lot of people it's, like it, yeah. allude to it, but not many people speak about it like as openly and honestly and I just really appreciate that I saw a TikTok of Lizzo talking about therapy and how Mm. important therapy was to her and I was like yes yeah it is important (laughs) thank you super important super important and it's frustrating that it's not more like readily available Mm -hmm. for everyone and it's not accessible for everyone um yeah I'd really quite like it if the government could get on that and maybe like yeah fund things a little bit more that would be really fucking helpful our mental health (laughs) thank you (laughs) um that's our musical about mental health coming to theaters 2022 called unstable unstable oh i want to do that can we write that yes please i know nothing about writing a musical also there's no dance involved please thank you uh no Although, can we do like one scene where it's like the embodiment of a panic attack and it's just dancers going crazy? I would love that. Thank like you. Like GCSE drama when you're in a yes. straitjacket. Yeah. Yes, that's the God, one. God, the amount of straitjackets they put me in in GCSE drama as if that was like a significant sign to show a mental breakdown. I know. Bitch, I've never seen a straitjacket. I've had at least four mental breakdowns. <laughs> I know, right? my other little background things on her in her 73 questions with vogue which was an excellent video if you've not watched that i highly recommend it's a great video she says they're they're like are you an introvert or an extrovert and she's like i'm an antisocial extrovert and i'm like (laughs) so me and claire wait and we're more introverted i was gonna say let me get my head around this antisocial extrovert yeah i love that yeah if someone because i got asked this question very recently and my answer was an introvert living in an extrovert's world. Because mm. I feel like that's what we are. 
Yeah, I feel like people would expect you to be an extrovert. Oh, and it, I always surprise when I'm not. Yeah, I look like an introvert, and I am one. Yeah, well, you you're a lot less um, visually distracting than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone walks in wearing what am I wearing right now? A, a flowery kimono, and I've got bright red hair. Yeah, like you would think that. Oh. But she's not. She just likes this clothing and wants to be left alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. I think the, I think I might have said this before, but I come off very introverted when people first meet me. Yeah. And then once I know that I can trust you, I'll warm up to you and I will be like really extroverted. So it really shocks people when they're like, oh, you have a personality. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I do. I just don't like to show it straight away. And it's not it's not even something I can control because I yeah. often leave like first meetings with people like, oh my God, why was I so awkward and introverted? But I just can't help it. There's no way of pushing through. Well, there probably is. I'm sure my therapist could tell me. But listen, I don't have time for that. I've got enough mm-hmm. issues. I think I'm the other way around. I think when I first meet someone, I'm like, must present well, because what if they want to buy my music? <laughs> And then when I get to know someone, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to put on a front anymore. I can just be myself. Mm. Why she has big chick energy. Starting off with the accolades, as we always do. Mm -hmm. She has won Grammys for Best Urban Contemporary Album, Best Pop Solo Performance and Best Traditional R&B Performance all in the same year, which is interesting because those are all different genres. Yeah. What a queen. That's mad. And across genre queen that's really fucking hard to say try and say that (laughs) i don't want to i watched you struggle and i understand enough um and in 2019 she was also entertainer of the year named by time so she do you know she was the second plus size model ever to pose for playboy the first was molly constable and i have an issue with this because i like molly constable however she's a size 16 a size 16 yeah she's not that plus size Mm. makes me look at her and go did you see that thing recently with the Victoria's Secret model who's the first plus size and I was like don't okay if that and I think I tweeted if that's plus size just try so 18 of those together and you get me in one of those outfits (laughs) because I think that Lizzo being the first proper I okay so I'm gonna say this this is coming from me the first proper plus size woman to ever be photographed by Playboy she was also photographed by Adrienne Raquel who's this like insanely incredible photographer she's a black woman who focuses on femininity color uh powerful women look at her work because i got into a bit of a hole looking at her photos earlier i was like shit i've saved about 80 to my phone i actually posted one on our instagram of lizzo earlier (laughs) oh is that by her yeah oh it's so good personally for me she has big chick energy because she's a vegan queen vegan queen and i just enjoy there being someone who's vegan who's not like just have a kale smoothie like she's like look at this amazing vegan fried chicken that I'm eating look at this like short video she gets um I remember like I think earlier in the pandemic she ordered from this vegan catering company and had like plates and plates and plates and plates of stuff and she was like showing it all and I was like that looks so fucking so nice good, yeah. and it's just yeah because I get very frustrated that people think all vegans do is eat salad I promise i've you seen that. you eat everything but salad mate yeah very true i had a mcdonald's for lunch she so. had a mcdonald's for lunch but it was so nice payday treat it was delicious anyway jesus we just met take me to dinner first 
the Rolling Stone said that um, Lizzo seems a touch exhausted of talking about her body, which is fair. She wants to be celebrated for her music and not seen as brave for doing so. I'm so much more than that because I actually present that. I have a whole career. It's not a trend. That is so hard. That hit. That is so. <clears throat> as because I obviously, I mean, you can't see me, but you can hear me, and you can see a picture of me. I am a plus size. Me and Lizzo are actually pretty much the same, the same size. Mm-hmm. So seeing her and seeing her celebrated for her music, and not just because she's plus size, makes me go, oh, thank God, because that is one of the. I don't want. I, I when I was doing the dreaded show beginning with an x Mm -hmm. i was asked a lot about how are you going to present as a positive um role model for like plus size queens and all this sort of stuff and i was like i'm probably not yeah because that's not why i'm here yeah definitely and i think you know a lot of people do focus a lot on the body positivity Mm. side of stuff for lizzo but i think What's great about her is she's been able to blend the two of those things together, but mm-hmm. also be like, we don't need to focus on my body. I'm going to empower women and teach them how to love their bodies, yeah. but it doesn't mean that's all that I am. NYU News kind of said it best. Nobody represents or advocates for the modern woman quite like Lizzo. Lizzo's unapologetic anthems of female and black empowerment have enough heart and soul to overpower the most negative people. An inspirational activist and musician, Lizzo lifts up her audiences and encourages them to empower others in their lives. And I think that just like completely gets the point across. I feel sometimes body positivity has become a bit toxic. Yeah, I agree with you to a certain extent. I think body positivity when it's like, there are times when I will look at something and go, fuck, (laughs) that makes me feel awful. Yeah. But then there are also, that's more of a hang up for me, I think, as opposed to something else, because you can pick faults in anything Mm. and you can pick faults in anything about yourself. And I think the main point that she was, is sort of trying to convey, I think, is that it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't be up to her to provide us with the validation to feel good about ourselves it shouldn't be up to her to be the body positivity coach we should just look at her and go cool Lizzo's doing it I can do it yeah and that's what I mean when I say Mm. like body body positivity has become toxic it's like there are like a set group of people who are labeled as the the body body positive I can't fucking say those words (laughs) body positivity people Mm. and they get asked about it constantly and it's like just why don't we focus on just like empowering people to love themselves and that's what Lizzo does she's not like here's the rule book on how to empower yourself you need to follow these steps she's just like look at me loving my body yeah the most empowering thing would be to just let people crack on is my view yeah 100% I think as long as you are happy yeah fuck everyone else honestly I can't be asked (laughs) me either me either. She. The, I have a quote from her. I have a couple of quotes from her here. So one of them is never ever let somebody stop you or shame you from being yourself. And this is another one. I'm tired of the bullshit and I don't have to know your story to know you're tired of the bullshit too. So it's 
so hard trying to love yourself in a world that doesn't love you back. Am I right? I'm doing this for myself. I love creating shapes for my body and I love normalizing the dimples in my bum or the lumps in my thighs or the back fat or my stretch marks. I love normalizing. No, I can't speak. I love normalizing my elbows and I think it's beautiful. My confidence comes from my pussy, bro. (laughs) I think I've realized recently just how much people edit their photos like I always knew people edited their photos you know I like to whack a little filter on every now and again but I didn't realize the extent to which some people edit and I follow someone whose name escapes me but I'll put it on our Instagram who was showing her side by sides of how heavily she used to edit and it was like crazy stuff like crazy amounts of editing and first of all I don't have the fucking time for that But second of all, I think it's so sad. Number one, that people feel the need to. But then number two, other people are seeing that and then they feel bad about themselves. And it becomes this whole fucking cycle. It's very toxic because I edit. I edit my double chins out. I pull in my fat. The lot. I do that. I do that a lot Mm. because... I didn't know this about you. Mm, Mainly because... um, I get heavily repulsed looking at myself, but that's something that I need to work on for me. That's not a, that's not something that I'm like putting out into the world. But I think I would never, I see people edit to the point where they're unrecognizable. Yeah. And I would, I would just pull my side in a little bit, which is an awful toxic thing to do. And it's something that I try very hard not to do, but I look at photos and I'm like, no, I can't, I can't have that. I think it's, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do in this day and age to just be like I'm just not gonna edit like I I, it's highly unlikely that I would put a photo up without probably putting a filter on it see I would put a photo without a filter on it but if there was an imperfection of sorts I would fix it that's interesting like okay so I'm looking at my Instagram now and if you want to do the same I will let you in on what I've edited oh okay so hold on hold on I have it over my phone okay the first one at the time of recording the first picture shown is of me on a bike yeah that's not edited okay. the next one was a birthday post for my friend that's not edited because notice the placement of my hair this is how deep that it gets for me mm. it covers everything so it's just hair okay the next one is me painted as a mermaid mm-hmm. in this picture my nose is edited okay yeah because i have a pointy nose and i didn't want it to point down so you couldn't see my lipsticks so pushed up Oh, okay. So the one of me uh, wearing a blue top that I've pushed my double chin up. God, I can't even tell. Because I'm a master. Because it upsets me so much seeing pictures and I'm like, these are hideous. So I need yeah. to... But that is a an, an unhealthy body image that I have of myself. Yeah. That's not anyone else's problem, which is why I don't shout about it. Yeah. And I wouldn't... So I was really worried about X Factor because, and anytime I'm on camera or um, I'm being filmed and it's out of my control. So I did this listening party the other day and that was completely out of my control and the photos were completely out of my control and I didn't have anything to do with the edit. So I was panicking because I was like, what if these are awful and I can't have, I, I can't look at them. Not that I would mind if anyone else saw them because I know that that is how I, that's me. That's what I look like. Yeah. It's, it's my own image. Got you. I get stressed about it. I get very yeah. stressed about it. I, I agree with that. I get very stressed out with other people taking um, photos of me. I would yeah, say like, so when we did hairspray rehearsals, my friend used to take kind of the candid shots from rehearsals mm. of us doing stuff. So 
I was always paying pennies. So like, I'm always pilling a stupid face anyway. Um, and I don't, I've over the last year learned to love my side profile, but the entire time that I was doing that show every week when he would upload the, well, I used to make him send me the photos first under the guise that I wanted them for my Instagram, but it was because I wanted to like filter out the ones I didn't like because I used to just, I hated it. It made me so insecure that entire time. And if he's listening, it's absolutely not on you. It's, it's a me problem. That's the thing. And it makes you feel like if someone takes a professional photo of me and I've had a lot of headshots taken, I'm always like, I hate this. And it's nothing on your skills. You're perfect. Yeah. I just don't like looking at my face. Yeah. But it just like, it sent me into such a tailspin for such a long mm. time. Like I was on fucking crazy diets before hairspray. I made myself so ill. Do you remember? I was ill the week of the show because yeah, I've been remember. on all these stupid diets. And like, I realize now that was like falling into really old toxic habits, which I will not be doing hopefully ever again. Um, but it all kind of stemmed from that. And it's having those images that are out of your control. Cause you don't, you know, I don't see the fucking side of my face, do I? Because I don't no. have eyes yeah. in that position. So that would be weird. So it really fucked with me for a while. And I think it has taken this year to just be like, your face is your face. Like, yeah. you know, you don't want to get fucking plastic surgery because you're scared of needles. So there's no way you're doing it. Fine. So why don't we learn to love what we have? And I've been saying little like positive affirmations to myself and that shit works. Telling yourself you're beautiful does a world of wonders. Every day I tell myself, I look myself in the mirror, which is awkward because I don't like eye contact. I can't even keep it with myself in the mirror. And I'm like, I am beautiful. And just saying that, I'm like, yeah, I fucking am. You know what? I am. I might not look like fucking Kendall Jenner, but like I am beautiful. Just because I don't look like a supermodel, that's fine because yeah. I'm not a supermodel. So, see the w- the way the reason that I find people like Lizzo so important, especially for plus size people, mm. is that um, the self love thing is is not just about loving like your loving yourself is complicated. Yeah, and there's I think two sides of it, and Lizzo said this as well. She was like, "You can't love your appearance unless you like yourself." Yeah which is something that I've had to do in stages. So I've done this year where we've done the self-reflection and we've done all of the self-love and stuff. I focus more internally. So accepting my myself as a, as a human yeah. is the self-love that I've been doing. I don't, I don't, I'm not ha- unhappy with the way I look for other people because mm. I couldn't give a shit. If someone says something to me, it can usually I can usually bounce it straight off because I don't give a shit. I just don't care what you think. I really yeah. don't. It's me. It's for myself. And I don't know what that is. And I don't know why that is the the way it is. But that's yeah. just that's just the way it is. And I think seeing people like Lizzo embrace exactly who she is and exactly what she wants to fucking do yeah. is very, very um positive for people like me who go oh yeah maybe I can maybe I could be as happy with myself as Lizzo is with herself one day yeah yeah that's a positive thing that you you can take away from people like Lizzo definitely and I'm aware that we started off this conversation by saying we don't have to always bring it back to body image if we're talking about Lizzo and then we've continued to do that but I think it's important to sometimes tangent off into those conversations and talk about things I Mm. find podcasts that are open about the struggles that people go through, great. So, yeah, and if anyone can take away from the fact that I think I'm a tree goblin, 
But I don't really care that I think I'm a tree god, but I think there's that's the difference. I'm that's not... such an interesting dynamic to me. Why? I don't know because I I don't feel that way. Like I things that I dislike about myself, I'm like everyone can see it, and everyone else dislikes me for the same reasons. And it's yeah. like, well, they probably don't fucking notice. But like, our friend was doing impressions of us on Instagram today. Yes. Amy, if you're yes. listening. The first thing that she did for me, so it was, she was doing impressions of our Instagram stories. Mm. Um, the first thing she did for me was, okay, so just like ignore the way that I fucking look today. And I was like, I do that. I apologize yeah, straight do. away. No one else would have fucking noticed that my hair wasn't the way it usually is or I had a spot on my chin or any, like other people wouldn't have noticed that. But I think I'm very much like, anything that I'm insecure about everybody can see and they also dislike whereas you're like there are things I dislike about myself but if other people dislike those I couldn't give a fuck couldn't give a fuck it's all about it's very Capricorn of me it's all about me (laughs) Amy's impression of me was so I've been banned from Twitter again for saying something about Donald Trump (laughs) I love it and then she's like but anyway I'm thriving I was like so true that is me she Um, really nailed that one she really did she nailed everyone I watched them all I was like yes yeah it was a little bit disgusting she was, was like so, <laughs> so hers was like me like apologizing for the way that I look and then being like so I've got a gig and I'm really excited and I hope you all come and I love you and I'm like yeah I really am such a fucking cancer like I didn't even realize I do that but I'm like oh I'm like Jesus. I don't give a shit blah, I've been banned from Twitter blah <laughs> all of my pain I think okay so here it is all of my pain I think is internal hmm I don't internalize I don't externalize a lot yeah of that shit because you I mean you're surprised that I even edit pictures yeah and we're very close we talk yeah. about literally but it's because I don't brains. feel like I I would be like I'm face tuning this just to let you know yeah I mean yeah one thing that I've stopped doing and I used to do a lot is edit out wrinkles and I've got f- severe frown lines because I never unfrown my eyebrows if you've noticed this about me they're always like this <laughs> And I used to smooth that shit out and I've tried to stop doing that. Mm, Yeah, that's something that I stopped doing because I have like quite bad eye bags and I have like I I was literally, guys, I was literally fucking born with eye bags. It's very depressing (laughs) to me. Like I was born with these eye bags. So I've got like basically like they're they're permanent eye bags Mm. permanently. And I I went through a stage of being so insecure about them and smoothing them out. And I got to a point where I was like, smoothing them out in a photo is not actually going to smooth them out in real life so why don't I just fucking leave it because first off I I don't know where I think I don't know it's such a weird concept isn't it because like why am I smoothing out eye bags because I know for me it's very much like what are other people going to think of me if someone meets me in real life they're not going to go you've got fucking big eye bags don't you like (laughs) No one's going to... If they, they probably, did, smack them in the mouth. Yeah, but they probably don't even fucking think it. Do you no. know what I mean? Like, it's such a small part of you. And I think we place so much... What's the word? Hmm, what is the word? We place so much importance on, like, our external features. Hmm. But, like, fuck, you could be the hottest person in the world. If you're an arsehole, I'm not going to like you. Yeah, if you're an arsehole, you're an arsehole. And I like to think that I'm not an arsehole, even though I did yeah. say I was an arsehole in the last episode, but that's <laughs> not the point. I um, say I'm an arsehole all the time. I know I'm yeah. not a, I know I'm not nasty. I just, I, there are, th- 
there's a lot of a part of I think a massive part of my my personality is self-deprecation but again Mm. it's not so much so it doesn't come from me worrying that someone else is going to say it about me because again yeah couldn't give a fuck it comes from me worrying that someone else is gonna like I'm gonna let on and someone's Mm. gonna find out people are going to find out that this is actually how I am so if I say it first people don't have to be surprised yeah yeah definitely I definitely feel that god we've got deep haven't we we've got incredibly deep I'm really looking forward to editing this and being like (laughs) I've decided I don't want to say any take this out yeah (laughs) um so if there's weird jump cuts in here lads that's why because that is why. this is the problem with doing a podcast with someone that you are very open and honest with is that mm. we're chatting to each other I forget about the end result of like it going out to everyone else <laughs> um forget about yeah. that quite frequently sorry sorry folks sorry folks you don't get to hear it all anyway moving back to Lizzo swiftly mm. moving back to Lizzo <laughs> move back to the Liz moving on to interesting facts about her I mean I feel like we've kind of this episode's all over the place as always but um one thing that she said with the 73 questions with Vogue was, I think TikTok is becoming a habit. It's taking over my life. Yes. And I was like, Queen. I feel you. I feel you too. I feel you. Yeah. Um, mm. And also, I feel like quite a lot of people know this about her now because she's done it in a couple of performances, but she's a classically trained flautist. I find that fascinating. The Have fact you tried to play can... a flute? Uh, yes, it's fucking difficult. I can't even make a noise out of it. No, I make like a little squeak. Wait. What? There's someone playing a fucking flute. No, stop. I can't hear it. Oh, my, it might be a clarinet. Oh. I mean, even still, it's a woodwind. A woodwind. Lizzo? <laughs> so I obviously naturally looked up her astrological placements. Oh, fucking tell me, please. She is a Taurus sun. Interesting. With a Virgo moon and a Virgo rising. Wow, that's a lot of Virgo. So she is an earthy queen and Tauro and Virgo are the two most grounded <laughs> Um, you said Toro. What? You said Toro and Virgo. Toro. What is a Toro? <laughs> I'm thinking of a churro. I'm hungry. <laughs> I mean, I would kill someone for a churro. How do you say that? What? Do you say choro or? What's the other option? How do you say the money that you spend in Europe? Euros. Okay, so I would say euros because I can't speak. Euros, euros, euro, because it's Ch- Europe, so euros, Europe, choros. You don't say Europe, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Europe, Europe, so euro, euro, <laughs> choros. <laughs> yeah, no, case. Okay, I do say it differently. I say churros. Yeah. Uh-uh, I'm just like Choros. Choros. It's not got an O, it's a U. It has got an O. Well, I knew you were going to fucking say that. And I was like, no, I'm not going to clarify myself because she'll understand that I'm saying I'm not referring to the end bit. But no, you fucking... Great. Thank you. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) She's um, a Choro. She's a a Choro. She's a Taurus sun with a Virgo moon and a Virgo rising. And Taurus and Virgo are the two most like grounded signs of the Zodiac. Uh, so combined, they're a calming presence to their close friends and family and a captivating presence to everyone around them, which is mm, pretty accurate, I think. Yeah. I love that she's an earthy queen. I love that because I'm an earth sign, I'm a Capricorn, but Capricorns are the, not grounded. No. 
at all. Whereas Virgo and Taurus, the other F signs are. <laughs> yeah. What are you, a Pisces? No, I'm a Capricorn. Moving on to favourite songs. I feel like saying truth hurts is a basic answer, but I also can't think of a better opening line to a song than why men great till they gotta be great. <laughs> yeah. True. 100%. And then I also really like Soulmate. I really like the message in that song. Just, you know, like being your own soulmate. I think that's great. Really like that message. Mm. And I also really like the song Like a Girl. I specifically like the song Like a Girl for this particular line, which is, if you feel like a girl, then you reel like a girl. Let's just make that fucking statement very clear. I really like that. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, Liz is like all female empowerment, girl empowerment, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, inclusive. Inclusive Yeah, inclusive. That's what I was just about to say. It's such an inclusive line. I like that a lot. Not just white feminists it's mm. fucking everyone it's she ain't no terse female like a fucking yeah. i love it i have three because i can't choose i have um, three tempo with missy elliott purely <gasps> because missy elliott is my queen and the guitar riff at the beginning of missy elliott that song just sends me every time tempo is um, a great song such a good song better in color is one of my favorites i love that song i love it and then heaven help me because it's got those gospel roots in it and it makes me tingly i love it um i also found a um quiz that said here is the lizzo song that best describes your love life based on your zodiac sign great obviously we both got red to filth here obviously so cancer is the song because i love you and the first line is literally i'm crying because i love you i love that song <laughs> i'm crying because i love you oh, the most cancer bow, statement bow, ever bow, i'm crying oh God. yeah that is a very cancer i fucking love that song as well um capricorn is jerome and there's a, a line in that that goes jerome jerome take your ass home and come back when you're grown that is 100 a song that you could have written like that is yes. very you yeah also i've just called my newest plant jerome Oh my god, you know one thing that we haven't spoken about which I feel disgusted wait, that we wait. haven't. Wait, I know exactly what you're going to say. Are you going to talk about the fact she's friends of Harry Styles? Yes, I am. <laughs> and you've been listening to Download Your Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I love their friendship. Although one thing I will say which fucking pisses me off and a couple of people have pointed this out on TikTok is that she if she was white and skinny and blonde the way that she interacts with Harry, people would be like, oh my God, they're together. But I feel like because of the way she looks, mm-hmm. people are like, well, no, they're not together. They're just having a laugh. Like, how do you know? Standard. How do you know? First of all, I, I do think that like we shouldn't be, we should be normalizing <laughs> male-female friendships without there being yeah. something going on. But like, it's a very good point that anyone who has seen with Harry Styles is instantly his girlfriend. Except for when you Except are Lizzo, Lizzo. yeah. You can't judge stuff like that. They might be banging. Who gives a fuck, though? Yeah. Who gives a shit? But 100%. you just notice the way that she's treated by the press as opposed to the way someone else would be treated. Yes, that is what I wanted to bring attention to. But mm-hmm. I also fucking love their friendship. And I think they're so... Like, they just... Oh, they look like they'd be so much fun to go on a night out with. Like, I think it would just be great. Can you imagine? Can you imagine me and you going on a night out with those two? The thing is, I would, like, if someone called me up now and they're like, hey, do you want to go on a night out with Liz? I'd be like, 
fucking yes send me a car i'm there Mm -hmm. if someone called me up and said do you want to go on a night with harry styles on his own i'd be like no i no, thank you i do not i do not want that your instant reaction would be i can i bring someone claire i need you to come (laughs) true you know what you're absolutely correct i would say no i'd be like can i bring a friend can Um, i please bring a friend i don't but i think if someone was like oh do you want to come out with lizzo and harry i'd be like yes because i feel like lizzo would diffuse any awkwardness i had I feel like she would also be the sort of person that would not let a single person be unnoticed. So you'd never feel like a third wheel. Yeah, definitely. She would, she would go out of her way to make everyone feel included, I think. Definitely. I mean, we're very much just like guessing what Lizzo is like. We're, tell- we're telling you all this is how she is. Yeah, but... we're, no- we, we, we're guessing. She's a Virgo yeah. rising, so I would say she is. She's a Virgo moon, so that's her drunk personality. And Virgos are really nice and mothery. Yeah. I'm very sensual. I'm ruled by Venus, mm. you know, and penis. <laughs> I had to say it. I'm a rapper. I know how to yeah. rhyme. Yeah. Anyway. So we hope we hope you've enjoyed this one. As always, we love to hear your feedback. Drop us a little voice message. Drop us a DM. All of that stuff. If you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review you can follow us on our podcast instagram page at download your thoughts or soph jones music and claire cordell on all platforms keep an eye on the download your thoughts instagram stories because we might ask you questions that will feature in the next episode thanks for listening bye, bye. <laughs>